Well, I, I can totally understand that because if you don't have fitness, if you don't have health, how can you work so hard at this stage, midlife, where a lot of people have accumulated uh, you know, things they would like to enjoy and it's, it's impossible to enjoy them to their fullest unless we have our health and fitness is a big part of that. Midlife is the best season of our lives, but often many of us lack fulfillment in some area of our midlife. It doesn't have to be that way. This podcast is a resource for midlifers to discover ways to find fulfillment in whatever area of life you need it. I'm your host, Bernie Borges. Join me on the Midlife Fulfilled Podcast, a journey to make midlife the most fulfilling season of your life. Welcome, midlifers. It's great to be back in your ears. As always, I want to remind you that if you're new to the Midlife Fulfilled Podcast, welcome. And I want to encourage you to go back and listen to episode one, where I set the stage for this entire podcast show. This way, this conversation and every other conversation that I have will have context for you. Also, I want to remind you that if you want to get each weekly episode delivered to your inbox, just go to midlifefulfilled.com and subscribe there. Hey, the feedback that I got from episode eight that I'll share with you It's pretty consistent with my own takeaway at the end of the conversation that I had with Heather. And that is, it's so amazing how that one decision that she made to become a vegan was so profound on her life. It really impacted her entire life, her lifestyle, her compassion for just just about everything, her career, her friendships, her activism, really just everything. So you just never know what's on the other side of that after fulfillment, that transformation that you can make. Hey, I want to ask you a question. What topics would you like me to cover on the Midlife Fulfill podcast? Yeah, I want to know. So the way to communicate that to me is simply email me, bernie at midlifefulfill.com. My first name is spelled B-E-R-N-I-E. So bernie at midlifefulfill.com, tell me what topics you'd like to see covered on future episodes of the Midlife Fulfill podcast. On this episode, you are going to meet Lee Oden. Lee is the founder and CEO of a very successful B2B-focused digital marketing agency that's called Top Rank Marketing. And since I'm in the content marketing industry, I've had the privilege of knowing Lee for several years. We didn't discuss anything about marketing. You're going to be so inspired when you hear Lee's story of physical fitness. So without further ado... Here's my conversation with Lee Oden. Welcome, Lee. Hey, it's great to be here, Bernie. It's great to have you, Lee. I'm really looking forward to sharing your story. I know a little bit about it, but I'm interested in hearing uh, the full backstory. Before we get started, I want to ask you, as I do every one of my guests here on the Midlife of Phil podcast, which of the age brackets do you fall into, Lee? Uh, 49 or 45 to 59. I'm somewhere in there. Yeah. 45 to 59. Okay. Great. Fantastic. Well, um, so we were talking before we press record that the last time you and I saw each other was, I think around seven years ago. 
and um, you had a few more pounds on you. That yeah, that was and, seventy pounds ago, Bernie. Seventy uh, pounds. Okay, so you had a few more pounds. Yep, yep. And and Lee, when I sent out my survey for this podcast before I actually published the podcast, that was I sent out the survey as part of my research. One of the questions on the survey is if there what's the one area of your life or what areas of your life would you like to improve the most it wasn't limited to one but the number one choice 72 percent which was the highest percentage 72 percent of people said they would like to improve their physical fitness and lee yeah you have done that so <laughs> tell us your story well i i can totally understand that because if you don't have fitness if you don't have health you know, how can you enjoy the rest of your life? How can you, you know, work so hard at this stage, midlife, where a lot of people have accumulated, uh, you know, things they would like to enjoy, and it's it's impossible to enjoy them to their fullest unless we have our health, and fitness is a big part of that. Um, and, you know, several years ago, uh, maybe it was three or four years ago, I don't know, uh, something like that, I actually came down with a, uh, a medical condition called trigeminal neuralgia, uh, also known as suicide disease, because 51% really? of people who get it um, apparently commit suicide. Wow, that's not, a high percentage. Not ever going to be in that statistic myself, but uh, it was a little scary because it was incapacitating. Uh, it was a nerve pain that was on, I couldn't compare it to anything else. And it capacitated me. I didn't know if I would be able to work again. Right. Wow. Um, and so, you know, got on some meds and started working with a neurologist and a pain doctor. And, you know, I, I had mentioned that because it was so incredibly painful to eat that I had lost weight. And my doctor said, well, you know, I think you have a few more pounds to lose. Uh, or something to that effect um, in your journey to become, you know, increase and optimize your health as part of your, you know, recovery or part of our treatment plan is to make your body as healthy as it possibly can to deal with this thing. And so I took on that challenge and I started with five minutes uh, at a shot on my old Nordic track ski machine, worked my way up to 45 minutes. After that, started adding on some resistance training, uh, body weight exercises like jumping jacks and push-ups and sit-ups. And, and, and it wasn't painful to do this? Yes, of course it was. Uh, it was painful. Now, this isn't, uh, in my case, it wasn't persistent all the time. Um, the attacks would come and last oh. anywhere from three, uh, or sorry, 30 seconds to three hours. Wow. And then they would go away. Once I got on the medication, that started to mitigate um, the attacks I was having, but I would still have them. And um, I just pushed through as best I could. But the more weight I lost, the more fit I got. And um, I started to go into remission. And and uh, ultimately, uh, after maybe six months, didn't need the medication anymore. Right. And I started to run. And, you know, a couple of miles here, a couple of miles there. Uh, since then, I've run you know, last year I ran just under 2,000 miles. So, so that, Lee, that gives I, you, I, that's I, an average of five or six miles a day. I, I have to share with our audience because you and I know each other. And, and so I've seen some of your pictures running on Instagram. Tell everyone where you live and what kind of conditions you run. In. <laughs> so I think you're making reference to the winter photos where, um, 
Yeah, uh, I run all year round. And in Minnesota, of course, it can get to, you know, 20, 25 below zero um, Fahrenheit without the wind chill. Of course, with wind, that's even lower, but uh, run no matter what. And, um, you know, that creates the icicles on the beard, but more dangerously are the icicles on your eyelashes, which can actually uh, scratch your cornea if you blink wrong or something. I've never had that happen. But um, yeah, and, and of course, in the summertime, it gets to, you know, 90 degrees, maybe 100 once in a while. But Minnesota is best known for its cold. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, so running, running really became my jam. I tried a lot of different things and running really became my thing um, that I've enjoyed. And it's um, really led to a, a different existence, a different physical state, but also mental state. You know, um, you think a lot about things. You, you have a lot of time to think about when you're running 10, 15 miles, you know, at a shot. I didn't always run that far, but yeah, it, it really opens things up for you. So was your primary motivation initially, because again, you shared what age bracket you're in, mm. was your primary motivation from this medical condition that you had? Well, at first, yeah, I was willing to do anything. And I underlined and capitalized the word anything not to feel that pain again. But as I, you know, it was interesting, as I modified my diet out of necessity because of the pain. And I started to be more healthy at the same time, started to exercise. I made my body stronger. And then my motivation wasn't so much about how can I get myself into a most healthy state to avoid this pain or this medical condition? It was more about, wow, you know, I can't believe that I've been able to accomplish this. You know, I'm lifting weights with my 19, 20 year old son and he's like, damn, dad, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and um, you know, we're doing bench press and stuff. Of course, he can kill me on squats. I, I, I'm not a squat guy, but it, it was really uh, a remarkable thing. And age was just a number, as they say, right? It, it was like, wow, I'm doing things that I remember doing when I was 23 years old uh, and then some. And how are you maintaining the discipline to maintain the fitness routine? You know, you, you, you run a business, right? So you've got that responsibility. You're right. a family guy. Uh, you live in the cold weather. I mean, how, how do you maintain the discipline to maintain your fitness routine? You know, it, it is a challenge sometimes. And I think for me, while there are internal motivations and there's that idea of like, you know, I don't, I'll do anything to avoid that pain I had before. I still think about that once in a while. But what's worked for me is external goals. So I would sign up for races. Like I visited with my parents and saw my brother and sister-in-law this weekend. And my brother and sister-in-law have recently, um, they're very uh, healthy and active. They started getting into running. They were weightlifting and doing um, uh, CrossFit and stuff like that. But now they started running late and they told me they signed up for a half marathon. And I'm like, well, I haven't run a half marathon in a little while. And, and so uh, I'm going to sign up for that. You know what I mean? And, and so it's like those external goals like that for me, that's what really works. So I know right. that from experience, I've got a training plan. Now I'm locked into the training plan because, you know, I don't want to suck on this run. <laughs> I, I want to, I want it to be a fun experience and 13.1 uh, or two miles. I, I, I forget, but um, 
And, and so I've, external goals are, are a big motivator for me, whether it's uh, doing something like the MRF, which uh, or the kettlebell challenge. Explain the MRF. The MRF is a uh, workout of the day in the CrossFit community that is in honor of uh, Michael Murphy, who was a Navy SEAL that died in Afghanistan. Um, if you're familiar with Operation Red Wing, he was the guy who there's a movie, um, Lone Survivor, uh, where he crawled out on the rock to get this, to call cell phone, to call back and, and for reinforcements. And he basically um, committed, you know, he, he knew he was going to die anyway. So this workout is in honor of this guy and, it's you run a mile as fast as you can. You have a 20, if you're a man, you would typically have a 20 pound vest on. You run a mile as fast as you can. And then you do uh, usually in sets, adding up to 100 push ups, uh, 200, or I'm sorry, 100 pull, chin ups, chin ups, 100 chin ups, uh, 200 push ups, and 300 air squats. And then you go run a mile as fast as you can. You do all this for time. And the first time I did it, I, I did it without the weighted vest. Because that's crazy. <laughs> and, and the and, first time and, you did this is is in this season. You you don't mean like when you were twenty five. You mean like now in this when season I was that you're in right now. Fifty five years old. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then I did it with the and then I started working out and training for the weighted version with the twenty pound weight vest, doing push ups every day with the twenty pound weighted vest, going out and running with the twenty pound weight vest on, and that was probably one of the fittest periods of time I've, I've ever been. So it's, 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 uh, I, I have to admit, in some instances, I would crawl, walk, run into things. Um, but for me, that worked out really good. And with an external motivator, it was incredible. You know, it's like, am I really doing this? Yes, you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, well, it's extremely inspiring, Lee. So let me, let me do a little, uh, uh bragging for you. Again, I follow, uh, follow you on Instagram and I've seen some of your pics. And I don't remember when it was, but you had a pick on there when you, you were shirtless and it must have been in the summertime, obviously, unless you're running shirtless in 25 below in Minnesota, which I guess you're not. But I, I wouldn't be surprised. But anyway, you were shirtless and man, I mean, your physique was amazing. And I mean, it was like it rivaled like a 28 year old man. And, and, I, and I know your age. So what you've accomplished is amazing. And you should feel terrific about that accomplishment. And I just want to congratulate you. Well, I appreciate that. Um, the, the great thing is that I physically feel amazing. You know, that energy and strength to just live life with vigor and enthusiasm and being able to keep up, you know, with my, I mean, I have a 23-year-old and a 21-year-old son. They, they both play rugby. They're big boys. They're bigger than me. And of course they can wax me on the rugby field. I, I, I don't play rugby, but you know, they're, they're, uh, they're amazing athletic young men and uh, to be able to keep up with them in, in, uh, in some things is, is very satisfying. The rapport and camaraderie of that is, is very, you know, very, very satisfying being able to connect with my younger brother who, you know, uh, is got into running now uh, is, is really fun. You know, we, we don't live that far away, but, you know, we work in different industries and wouldn't necessarily connect on a lot of things or talk about a lot of things. But now we have this physical fitness thing in common yeah. and he's like a Viking. I mean, he's built like a Viking. Seriously. It's it's uh, and to see him, he's out there running all the time, road running. It's it's amazing um, with someone with a big physique like that. That's amazing. That's amazing. 
So as you know, on this podcast, I generally characterize these conversations as BF to AF, right? Before fulfillment to after fulfillment. I don't know, and I'm not going to make that decision for you. It's your decision. I don't know that it would be fair to characterize your scenarios before because you had a medical condition, which was the original impetus, if I'm not mistaken, you know, that got you into where you are now. But certainly I would think, and this is a question, not a statement, but I would think that you do have some sense of fulfillment in where you are now versus where you were previously from a fitness standpoint. Oh, from a health and well-being standpoint, absolutely. Because, you know, I know I have a routine. Uh, There's a discipline to, you know, going out and the workout is, 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 it's brushing my teeth, working out, same thing, you know, it's just as necessary, right? Eating, sleeping, and all the other things that we must do as humans. Exerting that energy is part of the routine and the feeling afterwards is great. And so it's a part of who I am now. And that feeling is very fulfilling. And where, where I can relate is I, um, I've been working out for 40 years. I'm 64 and I've been working out five days a week. I give myself the weekend off for 40 years since my, my 20s. Now, my workout routine is not nearly as intense as yours. Not nearly. Okay. But I'm not, I have no shame in that, Lee, because right. I've been working out consistently for 40 years. That's amazing. And, 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 and working out is up there with brushing my teeth, meaning it's routine, Right. It, it, and, and for me, I just do it early in the morning. I get up at five. I used to get up even earlier than that, but I, these days I get up at five, you know, and I'm done with my workout by about seven, seven fifteen. And it is like brushing my teeth. And I will share with you that, you know, I, I said that physical fitness was the, the number one thing that people said on the survey at 72% that they'd like to improve. Number two at 58%, number two was physical health. Mm. I mean, talk about the correlation, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I at the time that I got sick with a nerve issue, I was also dealing with several other health issues. They're all gone. Hmm. They're gone. Wow. You know, got some gastrointestinal issues and, and some other things, and they're they're gone. And I don't know. All I know is after two and a half years or three years or four years or whatever it's been, I have to think that, you know, the nutrition and modifications that I've made and the physical fitness and even time to be mindful um, have all added up to wow. that physical and mental fitness that is, I guess, uh, in line with the show, you know, very fulfilling. It leads to a very fulfilling life. Yeah. So if I may ask, though, and this might get a little personal, have you seen positive aspects of that just bleed over into just other areas of your life? Oh, well, sure. I mean, I've used fitness as a metaphor for marketing, <laughs> um, and that's not probably what you're looking for. But, um, you know, the way people look at me, the way you know people that know me um, has changed for sure. Yeah, yeah, there's... Um, I've, I've had quite a few people make comments um, on Instagram. It's probably the place where I share mostly a little bit on Facebook, but people say, you know, I've been inspired. Um, there's a, a group on Facebook that I created called Mark um, marketing fitness. And I don't know, there's maybe 120 people in there or something like that, but there's people 
uh, that are just starting out, right? 28, 38, 48 years old, just starting out to, you know, ultra marathoners uh, in there and people are sharing insights with each other and that sort of thing. So it's affected other areas of my life in terms of connecting from a community standpoint with like-minded individuals. Um, and I do recall you, you know, talking about working out that this is part of who you are, right? There are other people that I've seen um, and have been inspired by, like David Meerman Scott, for example, is someone that I connected mm-hmm. with early on. And and um, we've got to work, we've got to work out together, lift weights together um, at a conference once. And um, it does, there's a social component that uh, comes with this. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Because not everyone is interested or it's not part of who they are to do this stuff. But when you so so when you are someone like that, when you are doing something that's a little above and beyond or different than what others are doing, there's a little bit of a camaraderie that goes along with that. You know, who else wants to get up at 5 a.m. and go run? You know, look at Tim Washer is doing, for example, um, and and all the running and trail running and stuff he's doing, um, and he's publishing about it on Facebook and Instagram and places like that. So, yeah, there's some camaraderie and so, camaraderie and social aspects to it that mm-hmm. uh, have been really really cool. Yeah. So I want to close out our, our conversation with a question, and that is, what would you like to say to the man or woman listening to this who perhaps isn't dealing with a medical condition, but they want to improve their physical fitness? Sure. Well, you got to start. And you got to, if you have to start small, like I did, five minutes a shot on an old Nordic track ski machine, then do it. But after that, you start, the only way you can fail is if you quit. It's the only way. Mm-hmm. So just stick with it. And if you can only do five minutes the next day and the next day, it's fine. It's fine. Um, I, I, I benefited a lot from a one more mentality. I do 20 push-ups and I'm like, oh, okay, today maybe I can do one more. I love and that. just try to incrementally increase what you're doing and it, it, it doesn't feel like anything at all, really, you know, and it's very satisfying to give yourself these micro goals and to achieve them. It's very motivating the next time you go and try. So get started, do anything, um, set some goals for yourself. And again, the only way you can fail is if you quit. Kind of agree with you more. What I would add is that this may not be something I can guarantee for everybody, but there's a, there's a chance that you might get to a point where you're hooked. And once you're hooked, it, it's, it's not hard work anymore. I mean, getting up at 5 a.m. for me, Monday through Friday to work out, is not hard to do. I wouldn't think of doing it, doing my life any differently. Yeah, yeah, you can train yourself into success. I mean, you can train yourself into those new habits. Uh, you just have to not quit. Yeah, yeah. Well, Lee, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Midlife Fulfilled Podcast. Your story is very inspiring. I know it's going to inspire many, and I just want to thank you a ton. Well, thanks for having me, Bernie. appreciate it. I have one big takeaway from my conversation with Lee. When it comes to physical fitness, it's all about one thing, and that's consistency. Now, in Lee's case, his why was a health issue. He had a health condition, and that's what really motivated him to start losing weight and and working out. 
But the more progress Lee made in his fitness journey, the better he felt. Remember I said that he looks great, and he does. And his response is, I feel great. And he immediately connected the dots with enjoying physical health when you have some level of fitness in your life. And I loved Lee's comment that in our midlife seasons, we want to enjoy the things that we've worked so hard for, that we've achieved. So we need to be healthy for that. And that requires having some level of fitness, physical fitness. Now, I shared a little bit about my own fitness journey, just a little bit. I started working out in my 20s, and I've been working out consistently for 40 years. Even when I go on vacation, I still work out. It drives my wife nuts. She thinks I'm crazy. More on that another day. Maybe. (laughs) Anyway, wherever you are in your fitness journey, above all else, be consistent about it. I recommend, and look, a lot of people would agree with me, working out not less than three times a week, but be consistent about it. Find somewhere in your schedule that you can just make it work consistently. Anyway, enough on this topic. I'm going to cover this topic more on future episodes. But next week, you're going to meet Jean. The conversation that she and I had is a little bit different. I'm not going to spill the beans here. Be sure to tune in next week to meet Gene. And hey, if you want me to make it easy for you, just get subscribed so that on Monday afternoon, I email you with each new episode. You can do that. You can get subscribed to the weekly podcast alert at midlifefulfilled.com. Midlifers, until next week, here's to a fulfilled midlife. But hey, don't click that button yet. Stay tuned to this pre-recorded message. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Midlife Fulfilled Podcast. I hope you got some insights, ideas, or inspiration from this episode. Be sure to press the subscribe button on your favorite podcast player so you don't miss future episodes. If you have midlife friends, and I bet you do, please share this podcast with them. And if you rate or review this podcast in Apple Podcasts or Google Play or Spotify, you'll help others discover it. If you need counseling or any other professional assistance in your midlife journey, I urge you to get it. This is Bernie Borges, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Midlife Fulfilled Podcast. And remember, midlife can be the most fulfilling season of your life. This podcast is a Laser Marketing Inc. production.